Adults go through life with a lot of complications sometimes. And those complications could be things like job, family, friends, society. Well, <laughs> on this episode of Chin Wagon with Rock, this is going to be my soapbox. And I know I'm not alone with this soapbox. The three topics that I will be talking about or speaking upon is insurance prices, cost of housing, and child support. Now, the old three topics I'm just going to talk about, but I'm also going to call some of my contacts and see what they feel about those things. They might not feel like I feel, but like I said, as adults, we go through things in life that are complicated. And for me, those three things I just named are the complications of life. I just wanna pay my bills. Rapping about the way I feel. Oh yeah. I just wanna make a couple mil. Leave it to the fam in the will. Oh yeah. I just wanna sign a record deal. Maybe buy a house up in the hills. Oh yeah. Might not be the best in my field, but I guarantee that I'ma die real when I grow up. Welcome to another episode yeah. of Chin Wagon with Rock. And you heard my introduction, so we're gonna jump right into this thing. Now I gotta give some kind of history. When we talk about my first topic, which is insurance prices. And this is my soapbox, y'all. And, and I just, something happened to me and it bothered me so badly that I want to speak upon it. Now, State Farm Insurance. Yeah, I'm calling names. State Farm Insurance. I was with them since I was 16 years old. And I just left them at the age of probably 45. Yeah, 45. So you're looking at 29 years of faithfulness. And the reason I left them was because I kept noticing my insurance premium going up and up and up. So, you know, everybody always told me that State Farm wasn't the highest insurance companies, but I've been with them so long, and the guy that was my insurance agent, his wife taught me in school. You know, I felt dedicated. I felt loyal to him. So I stayed there. But, of course, when your money get to being funny, you got to do what's best for you. So, therefore, I ventured out to find some cheaper insurance. And I found some cheaper insurance. I found Progressive. So, I changed my policy to Progressive. And I stayed with Progressive for maybe a year or two until my premium went up. And I'm like, what the... Okay, I didn't know what was going on, so I'm like, you know, I don't know why my premium going up, but let me find out. Let me not just jump ship, but let me find out why my premium going up. So I went and talked to a young lady and asked her, like, okay, what's going on? Why why my premium went up? And she pulled my account up. Okay, let's see. If, okay, all right. Let me look here. And you still reside at in Athens? I was like, yes. Okay, well. According to our records, people in Athens, they wreck a lot. I'm like, okay. What they got to do with me? I mean, I'm paying my insurance. So what they got to do? What they have to do with me? Well, the way we way insurance is set up is, it all depends on where you live. It is your insurance, what your insurance premium would be. I'm like, what? Yeah, for for example, if you live in 
North Dakota. You might your insurance premium will be very low because there's not that much people living out there in North Dakota, so it won't be so high. There's not that many accidents out there. I'm like, so you telling me that my insurance goes up because someone else act a fool and can't drive. And she's like, yes, that's the way it works. I'm like, okay. So you know what I did, right? I jumped ship. I left Progressive and went to Allstate. Been with Allstate for two years now. All right? You know what I'm giving you know what I'm gonna say, right? You know what I'm heading to with this. I noticed my premium went up a whole fifty dollars. I'm like, whoa, fifty extra dollars a month? What the hell? Okay, let me go talk to someone because I can understand ten dollars, twenty dollars, five dollars because people can't drive around me and they reckon. But fifty? I know this post corona. But insurance, why would you go up tremendously like that? So, of course, instead of going, I called on the phone. Talked to this guy, and I like, I noticed my premium went up this month, a whole $50, and that kind of alarming. Of course, you know what he did. Okay, let's look here. Uh, what we got here? All right. Oh, oh, I see. I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm finna fish this thing because he, he thought I probably got a speeding ticket or I was in an accident. They got the wrong name. That's what I'm thinking in my head. Fifty their whole dollars? No. He come back with, uh, we done paid out a lot of premiums in this area. Y'all have paid out a lot of claims in this area and you, why are you telling me that? Yeah, we done paid out so much claim that we have to jack everyone rates up. Uh, by $50 Okay You know I was professional I was Wasn't I don't think I was bad But I'm asking him I'm like Why would you raise My insurance When I'm driving correctly I'm not having Any accidents It coming out my check uh, Every month You don't have to Hand me for my payment Don't have to worry About it bouncing So why am I Being penalized For other people That you have to you have to hang on. This dude with a I'm quite sure his face was straight. This dude with a straight face told me, Well, the people that's out there wrecking and the ones that can't drive, they went up a whole lot more than yours. Like that's supposed to make me feel better. I'm fifty more dollars a month multiplied by twelve months. Dude, that's 600 extra more dollars you getting from me for nothing. It, it makes me want to go out there and just run into a tree or something to make y'all pay something. Because I'm sitting here driving and, and looking out for other drivers and took a defensive driving class and I'm not wrecking, I'm not speeding. And I get penalized? Please tell me how that makes sense. Please tell me. Because it doesn't to me at all. You're going to jack up insurance rates just because you can. What kind of society do we live in? Who thinks that's fair? Oh, my bad. I know who thinks that's fair. The insurance company. Of course. Well, that's how I feel about it. It, it's, it. it bothers me to no end. And if you think about it, what can you do about it? Nothing. <laughs> because 
guess what? You have to have insurance to drive your vehicle. You have to. If not, it would get impounded and you would have a hefty fine to pay at court time. Wow. Wow, 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 wow. Well, like I said, that's how I feel about it. But everyone might not feel the same way. I'm going to call some of my contacts and let's find out how they feel about it. All right, first caller. Hello. Hey, Jackie. How you doing this evening? I am so good. How are you, Mr. Rucker? I'm okay. I'm okay. Uh, you're on the episode of Chin Wagon with Ruck, the podcast. And I have a question. Oh, Say what now? What? I'm on what? You're on, you're on my podcast show as we speak. Okay. And I'm calling random contacts, and I'm going to talk to you about a subject that I'm talking about on my podcast. Are you ready? I guess. All right. You pay car insurance, correct? Have you noticed an uh, increase in your car insurance every six months or every year? Yes. Do you know why your car insurance increases? Because they want to. <laughs> well, this podcast I'm doing right now is a soapbox of mine, and I'm complaining about car insurance. And my car insurance went up for $50 per month. And when I went and talked to them about it, they told me, that the reason insurance went up because other people are wrecking. I'm not wrecking, so why should I have to pay for them wrecking? Exactly. That's my whole thing. That upset me so badly. I'm like, so you penalizing me because other people can't drive. That's wrong. It is totally wrong. Totally wrong. But think about it. What can we do about that? Because you have to have car insurance to drive on the streets. Yeah, but what about those who don't have car insurance? They wreck it to me, and I still have to pay my insurance because they didn't have car insurance. And do they do anything about them? No, but that's what they, I had to do. That's a great, to. that's a great point. I didn't think about that. That's a great point, Jackie. Great point. Now you got they no. Had huh? They had insurance. They had insurance when the police arrived. They showed them my insurance card. They supposedly ran it and said they had insurance. But when it came time to get my car fixed, they couldn't find that person, and there was no insurance to be had. So my insurance had to pay for it. Oh, my goodness. And then that made your insurance goes up because your insurance had to pay for it. Right. Wow. That's all right. Wow. See, that, that, that really bothers me. That, that sucks so bad. I just wish there was something we could do about it. But I can't so think what of... Do we do? Huh? What do we do? Yeah, exactly. What do we do? I've changed insurance company for three times in the past five years. And each time that company goes up, I change go to another company. Now... I saw a special on TV, a news special that said that that's what you should do. Every six months to a year, you should shop for cheaper insurance. But that's I a that. that's a hassle, right. though. Yeah, it's a much, very much hassle because I went from one because they, I did get mine down because this one company I had it with was ridiculous, and so I went with another company and it was half the price. And I don't understand why with one it was one that much. You know, way much more than what the other company was. And that's a great point, too. I don't understand that either. Why would one insurance company be so much higher than another one? What do they offer? They offer special perks or something? Because it seems like it should be the same. I agree. Or at least close. I totally agree. At I'm least talking, close. I'm talking about mine was in the hundreds of dollars of difference. Wow. Very much. 
because I had so many big vehicles. I had one company that was, I was paying $800 a month for my insurance. And so I shopped around and I got it to where I'm at 380 Oh my um, goodness. Yeah. That's major. Yes. <laughs> Wait. So who, who are you with? Who you with now? I'm with State Farm right now. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. State Farm gave you that cheap rate? Yeah. See, I was always told that State Farm was the highest of them all. Exactly. Okay. Exactly. All right, I'm, I'm going to go talk to State Farm on Monday. You see, but then it depends on which State Farm agent you talk to. And see, it should... I went to one in, in Colburn area, was, or Madison County area, was not as cheap. They told me that I couldn't get insured because I had my kids on it and they had wrecks. Right. Even though they weren't going to be coming on my policy, that it wouldn't be any cheaper. So I said, okay, fine. So I stayed where I was at. And then I was like, I just can't keep paying this. This is ridiculous. And so when I had to have my house insurance, I redid my house, and I went to State, uh, State Farm in Watkinsville. They did my house and my car, and my cars was that much less. And even though this other insurance company had my house and my car, it wasn't. Okay, now that's strange. Huh. Okay. I went from State Farm to State Farm, and one was way cheaper than the other one. But not, as, but the other one was Bristol West, was one that had me at the, the ridiculous price. Okay, all right. That's nice to know. I didn't, I didn't think about that. I was I always thought that one State Farm covered all State Farm, but mm, no. that, that's nice to know. I don't like insurance at all. I can, I like it for home. I don't like it for cars. It's a ripoff. It's a racket. You you drive for years and never have an accident, and that's just money you threw threw in the air. Exactly. Mm, mm, mm. Well, Jackie, I sure appreciate you being on this episode of Cheating Wagon with the podcast, and I will send you a link when I get ready to upload it. Okay. Okay. Thank you. you. You have a good one. Bye. 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 All right, you heard one young lady from my contact, Jackie. Oh my goodness, that was crazy. $800 from $800 to $300? Come on, insurance people. Tighten up. Let's see who else could we call. All right, we're going to try it again. Let's try it. This time going to be a male. Hey, Rod, what's up? John, how you doing, sir? Good, brother. How you doing? I'm okay. I'm okay. I got you on an episode of Chin Wagon with Rock, the podcast right now. Oh, really? Really, and this podcast is called Soapbox. I'm complaining about car insurance, and I want to get your view on car insurance. Car insurance? Yes, because I had this thing happen to me last week. I noticed that my car insurance went up for $50 per month. Mm -hmm. So I called my insurance company, like, okay, what's going on? Why my premium went up so high so, so quickly? And they told me that because people around me are having wrecks. And they had to pay out a lot of claims, so therefore they jacked my insurance up. Do you think that's fair? Right. I do not think that's fair. Yeah, I heard the same thing, and that's that's the excuse you're always giving. And it's like, if I'm not doing anything wrong, why are you bothering me? Keep mine where it's at and raise theirs up. Exactly. Um, and I told him that, and guess what he told me? <laughs> that was so funny. I'm like, why were you punishing me because someone else can't drive? He told me that, uh, well, the people who reckon their insurance is going to be higher than yours. That didn't make me feel any better. <laughs> so they're get, so they're getting twice the incentive. You know, they're getting it from them and us. Exactly. Okay. That's such yeah, a big ripoff. No matter where you go, they use the same 
uh, rhythm, aqua rhythm to Jagger Everyone Insurance. Now, how many vehicles are you insuring? How many vehicles I insure right now? It's just two, but I got a little boy that's about to turn 15, so I'm sure there'll be an increase there. I'll talk about majorly. <laughs> yeah, that's that's the only thing I'm scared of. But yeah, no, he, he turns 15 next in December, so yeah, it'll go up then too, and I'm sure they'll <clears throat> tell me why it's jumping as high as it is then too. Oh my goodness! And who are your insurance with? Uh we've got. I think we're with Geico. Okay, Geico. I I may have to try Geico because I'm leaving well, one of them. Yeah, no, we we've swapped around. That's why I said I think we're with Geico now. It's because we shop around. There's no incentive for being a 20 year customer anymore anywhere. Thank Everybody, you. Like I said, they jump your rates. Thank so you. The best thing to do is shop around periodically to find that best rate, and then when they start raising their rates, go somewhere else. I mean, they don't appreciate a twenty-year customer anymore. You are so right because when I started this podcast, I I kind of gave that example. I was State Farm for twenty-nine years, right? And, and you would think by you being there so long, they would like give you some kind of discount for being a loyal customer. No. Value customer, no claims, nothing right. like that. Nothing. You know. 29 years, no, no they don't care. It's all about money. It's all about money. So you're right. It's, it's no point of being loyal to a company like that. Just jump around. Jump That's around. That's right. <laughs> all right. So now, who is insurance is in you and your wife's name or just your name? It's in both our names. We're both on there. Okay. Now, is it a cheaper rate because of your, your age and y'all being married? Uh, it was a cheaper rate. Uh, don't get me started on age. I'm about to turn 40 in January. So, yeah, I may get a deduction then. But, but yeah, I mean, your age has a little bit to do with it, your driving record, um, you know, certain things that you've done in your career, any kind of driving classes, stuff like that. Um, honestly, I mean, we haven't had that bad of a go with the rates. But, yeah, I mean, they go up all the time, like you said. Wow, 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 wow. All right, well, I sure appreciate you being on this episode of Ching Wagon River Up. And when I get ready to upload this podcast, I will send you the link. Yes, sir. I appreciate you, Rock. Hope you're doing well. Thank you, sir. Same to you. You have a good night. See you, everybody. Right, bye-bye. Bye. All right, and that was a male that's talking about car insurance. And I know you heard what he said. It's just it best to shop around. And like I said, I saw that news special, and that's the best thing you can do with car insurance. It suck ass, but hey, it is what it is. All right, enough of the car insurance. Enough of the car insurance. Now we're going to jump on the next topic, which is cost of housing. Now, post-corona changed the whole world. Now, I'm starting to think that maybe it's some kind of conspiracy out there that, okay, why are the prices jacked up because of corona? I don't understand it, especially the housing market. I know they got the excuse that people are not working. It's hard to find supplies, da, 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 da. But if you start giving those people money, what else are they going to have to do but go back to work? I'm speaking of the government. Yes, I am. The housing market, how, do, how can one, in 2019, one house, three bedroom, two bath is $150,000. Corona comes around two years later. That same house is $400,000. That doesn't make any sense to me. How does that add up? I don't get it. Who in a right mind say that that's right? That it's okay to do that? That's okay. It's fine that the housing market jumped up this high. Everybody can still get it. That's, that's great. No, that's not great. 
Because you got to think about it. The cost of a house or an apartment went skyrocketing. Did our income do that? Hell to the nah. It did not do that. It stayed the same. So, if you know math, you don't even have to know math. That's just common sense. If I go to the store and I want to buy me a drink, and that drink costs $5, but when I got my paycheck, my paycheck was number $2, how the hell can I buy that drink? I can't buy that drink. So now, I got to either combine resources with other people to share one drink or I just got to steal the damn drink and go about my business. How is that even feasible to think that you can jack a house up or an apartment up so high that people can't afford to live? That pisses me off to no end. It really does. I just can't, I can't get a logic behind that. I've been trying, I've been trying, I've been trying. But when people's incomes are the same, but everything around them is going up, a house is very important. You want somewhere to live. An apartment is very important. You still want somewhere to live, to to lay your head. But when the rent is asking three or four times your income, which hadn't moved, hadn't changed, hadn't increased, then therefore you can't afford to to rent. There's going to be a lot of homeless people out here shortly. Somebody got to do something about that. You got to know that's not right. How can the government officials, president, vice president, on down, look at that situation and not be concerned and not change it, not want to do something about it? How? I don't get it. Please help me understand. Okay, you know what time it is. It's time for me to get, pick up my phone. Call a contact and see do they feel like I feel. Or maybe they don't. Maybe they comfortable in their skin and they making plenty of money. Their income might have went up. I don't I don't know. But let's see what they got to say. All right, here we go. <clears throat> Sometimes they might not answer. I don't know. I'll be I'm just doing it randomly. Mm-mm, I don't think this is gonna answer. All right, let's try another one. Here we go again. Now, this person I haven't talked to in a long time, so let's see. Hmm. I'm running out of, Your call has been forwarded to an automatic voice message system. Your call has been forwarded to an automatic. All right, it's a long shot here, too. Hello. Hey, Wanda, how you doing today? I'm doing okay. I'm doing okay. Uh, right now, I'm doing a podcast, and you are currently on my podcast right now as we speak. Mm-mm. And hold on, now hold on. We're gonna. I wanna. I got a question for you. That's all. Okay. How you feel about the housing in the renting market? I mean, the fact I think it's outrageous. It's it's not fair to the low income people. 
Exactly, exactly. Even just to rent. You can't even afford to rent now. Well, I just don't think it's right for people to be renting and then someone come along and purchase it, give them 30 days to move out and raise the rent to the roof. Is there anything we can do about that? I have no idea. My husband always say vote. <laughs> vote. So, so we vote. Also, but it don't seem to be changing anything, you know? Also, you, you blame it on the presidency. You don't blame it on Corona. I don't blame it on anybody. I just think it's just wrong for, you know, for someone to let them do that. Okay. Or whoever making the law to let people come in, like the rich people to come in and purchase this stuff and make people move out or purchase it and make people pay more money. Also, so that's what you think. You think so in your, the way you view it is that the rich people coming in, buying up all these homes and everything and flipping them and, and, Raising the rent and raising the housing. That's what I'm thinking, but I, I mean, I don't know. Hmm, I hadn't thought about that. I, I always blame it on Corona. Cause but did you see in the newspaper where it was this uh, over on Lexington Road? It was over there in the newspaper a long time. This lady had been over there for years, and um, somebody purchased that property, and they gave them 30 days to move out. Wow. And, I mean, she had been there forever. Where do they expect these people to go? I guess to come out this way. But still, how they get, okay, in order to rent something, you got to make four times the rent. Now, rent yes. going at $2,000 per month. So you got to make $8,000 per month just to to afford to rent there. Now, now don't talk about buying a house. The house well, are going for $400,000. I mean, think about how the houses are going, yeah. Yes. So what they expect people to do. I, I don't. I don't get it. They, I Me guess either. everybody gonna be homeless if you don't if you didn't have a house before 2018 then you just sol. That's pretty much because you to buy a house or a car now you be out of your mind unless you really need it you know. Right, because I'm, yeah. I'm I'm wondering how these people afford these new houses being built because I I know what the going rate is because I've been looking at them myself and I'm like I can't afford that. That's what I'm saying. Even a used car is high, you see, know. See, they seem like they doubled. See, I don't understand that. How how are you able to raise everything, but people' income still stay the same? Um, that's a good question. Good question. <laughs> I just good don't question. get it. That is so. Me either. But now, when I find out more about it, I'll let you know. <laughs> now you have kids, right? If you got older, we're not kids. I have but two grown children. Now, right. are, are they renting or buying? My children. I have one that's buying and one that's renting that doesn't live in Georgia. Right. Wow. So I know that was kind of but, frustrating you being I mean, a mom. Even living out of state, his went up also tremendously. Mm-mm-mm. It's just a whole but world, I guess. Next time, Mr. Rucker, you put me on podcast, please give me a notice. <laughs> but see, that's the purpose of it. No notice. I'm just going through my contact and I I'm know, calling. but it would have been nice. <laughs> but you did a great job. All right. But I got to run because we're ready to leave. I appreciate it. You have but a nice I night. I will like to notice next time, okay? Yes, ma'am. Have a good one. All right. <laughs> bye See bye. you. Bye-bye. All right. That was Wanda, uh, one of my contacts. And as you can see, it's straight out of the rim. It, it, ain't, it ain't nothing that's scripted. She didn't know I was calling, and I called. Now, let's see if we find some a male version of that before we move on to the next subject. All right, this is another loan shot, but we're going to try it.
fella. Oh my goodness, he's answered the phone. CJ, how you doing, sir? Man, I'm doing good. Great, great. Well, uh, right now you're on a, a episode of my podcast, Chin Wagon with Rock. And I, right. and I have a question for you about the yes, the cost of housing, because I know you you probably looking for a house or you probably got a house or you probably renting, but how do you feel about the way the situation has changed post Corona with the housing? I hate it. <laughs> he said I hate it. So are, are you it. are you looking for something now or are you in something? So I'm actually teaching now full time. I ain't a cop no more. I teach full time. And so I teach at, uh, for the Gainesville City School District. So I'm looking, um, but I'm looking like Jackson County area, but you can't afford nothing. Exactly. See, that's why I don't get it. I mean, just to get a house is like four or $500,000 for a, a two-bedroom and one bath. Yep. Horrible. And I don't understand. How do you think people can afford that, even to rent? The rent is like well, $2,000 per month. The thing is, they... You know, employers aren't wanting to up anybody's pay, but all the uh, cost of living continues to go up, and it's going to get to the point eventually to where people have to choose between paying their mortgage or buying their necessities. Thank you. Exactly. You are so right. I just made that same statement that everything is going up except for our pay. Yes, sir. Now, I don't understand how can someone sit back and see that and know that's going on, and they don't do anything about it. I don't understand that thought. Yep, there's nobody to do anything about it. Everybody's got a hands-off approach, and they don't care enough about the American citizens to step up and do anything about it. They don't, you know, the first step to uh, fixing a problem is admit that there's a problem in the first place, and nobody seems to want to do that. Wow, well, well put, well put. Well, congratulations yes, on your teaching job. I like that. Good, good, good move for you. I appreciate it, brother. And I appreciate you being on this episode of Chin Wagon Rip Rock. And when I get ready right. to, to uh, upload, I will send you the link. All right, Big Rock. I'll see you, brother. Thank you, sir. Have a good one. You too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. All right, it then. All right, it then. That was CJ, and he made some great points. And he said pretty much the same thing that everybody else has been saying. The income hadn't moved, but everything around the income has. And that's just not the way it's supposed to be at all. Now, our next topic, <laughs> child support. Yay! Now, this is going to be a very interesting child support. And before I get my soapbox, I'm going uh, I'm to call my contacts. And we're going to have the soapbox together. So, hold tight. Let's see. This one going to answer. And of course not. Hello? Oh my goodness. I'm, I'm glad you answered the phone. Hold on one second, okay? Okay. Okay. Feel good? Okay, I, I have here now. I have Martika and I have Roper on the phone. And Martika, can you hear me? I can hear you. Okay. Roper, can you hear me? Yeah. Okay, great. Um, I'm doing a podcast, and y'all are on it right now. And I, my podcast is a soapbox. And I want to talk about child support. Okay. 
All right. Now, my thing is this. I'm, I'm going to get my soapbox out first, and I want y'all to come in on it when y'all feel like it. I don't think it's right for a woman to take out child support on a man that she knows will take care of his child. His, his child. Now, I understand you got a lot of deadbeat dads out there, but see them deadbeat dads, I don't feel like the women take out child put on them deadbeat dads. And, and that just, that's all backwards to me. Now, Martika, how you feel about that? Because I know you have kids. So how do you feel about that? Okay, so first of all, you, need to, you can't say like guarantees that they will do. You can hope and you have civilized parents that can come to an agreement to co-parent and make it about the children. And if y'all can do that in an agreement without using child support, then I totally support that because that's what I do. Me and my children, father, we co-parent. We don't have no legal term documents saying he has to do this, that. We just verbally agreed, and we carry out because it's all about our children. Wow. We just take care of our children. That's what I'm talking about. Anything extra, anything extra amongst what we agreed upon to pay, then we split all the extra things halfway down the middle together. Okay, let me ask you this. So when your child with you, you take care of your child. When your child with him, he take care of the child, right? No, we take care of them either if they were either parent. Okay. So what what you mean by that? I, I don't understand. So if you, if your child okay, with so together, so if my children are with me, and if anything they need, and if I have to buy, like, okay, so let's do like extra um, curriculum activities for school. Okay. Football. Okay. Yeah, I'm the parent that they stay with, but both parents we take care of the cost and the fees or whatever it takes for both of our children to participate. We split the cost 50-50. Christmas, 50-50. Birthday, 50-50. Okay, what, what, about, what about rent and a light bill? Oh, my my child support don't take care of that now because, I mean, for me, then this is my fault. Right. Children and I, I would have to say, have someone to say. So I can't depend on that child support money to be paying for that. Exactly. You know, I, I I mean, that's not, that's just the way I look at it, though. That's just the way I see that. Because you got a lot of women, a lot of women out here like, well, you know, the child stay with me. I need half of the light bill. I need half of the rent. I need half of the food on top of everything else. No, I'm, that's not the way I see that. I don't look at it that way. And plus, I watch my father pay child support, so therefore... I, I give I give that part of my life to um, make sure that I don't over abuse nobody and that I because because I work because I work and I have to put my part into just taking care of my children as well. Child support just doesn't exclude the mother. It includes the mother. You still have to do your part as well as the father. Wow, Robert, how you feel about that? Totally agree with what she's saying. Because, uh, by the way, you caught me at the wrong time, too. Uh, <laughs> hold on. So, okay, can you all see him? Yeah, we hear you. Uh-huh. Well, you ain't saying nothing. 
okay, now my phone keeps switching over. So I told her what she what, 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 what she said. I mean, if, if the father's going to be there, if the father's going to sit there and take care of the kid, why go through child support to, to make sure, especially when you know that 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 um that, that parent or that that man is gonna be there for that child but, no matter what. But like she said, you don't never know no. You just hope. Yeah, you, you can hope. And see the thing about that is give there's some such thing as give the person a chance. Right? There you go. Give them a chance and see. You know, if, if you don't if, if you ain't willing to give a person a chance to show, then how is that fair? I agree. And and it's like, you know, it's like some women out here, they just want to hurt the man so bad. And they know that that's one way they, they, that they know they can do it. Oh, so what you're saying is they're not really want child support for their child. They want to hurt that man. That's what it's all about to me. Martika, you, you, you want to hurt your man? Uh, I never. I have, so I have two... Um, baby daddy or father for my children. So, in one perspective, no, I never want to hurt nobody. It just was, let's do what's right by our child or children. That's my perspective on that. That's a but grown woman some statement. Guys, some people, some, well, I've, I've experienced like the fatherhood program was an enabler to me getting what was supposed to be right for my child, one of my oldest child. Mm -hmm. But that didn't stop me, you know, from doing what I needed to do. When that program set up and interfered, that child support, like financially take care of my child from the father perspective, it didn't enhance to help me. It crippled me on that side because all he was responsible for is to get health insurance and still failed to do that. But me, by, me being... Me, I'm a go-getter. I work, so I'm not, I'm not even finna interact because I ain't trying to interfere nobody's life. And then I, my oldest child, I was young. I had her when I was 17, so I was young. So I was still mature to handle my own business, take <laughs> care of my child with family support, though. You know, I didn't do it all by myself. So I can't take credit like that, but wow. I did have strong family support. And so I just kept trucking, and, you know, it's not to hurt nobody, no. And with my twins, brother, no. I mean, mm -mm. it's all about just being responsible, taking yeah. care. And, and we got great co-parenting skills. I always tell him we, we can give co-parenting classes. <laughs> when you really, when you're talking about your children, it is about your children. And our, in our private lives or our lives, my, my stuff don't stop him and his life don't stop me. But when it comes to our children, we're going to be about it, and we go get it as, together. And we include whoever we got. You know, if you with somebody, I'm with somebody. We keep it so everybody can feel comfortable. Wow. And nobody be feeling like it's something going left, you know, when it's not. No, we are. It's a family. It's a family effect for us. Like that. So that is it's good. That is so great, Martika. That that and that's how it should be. That is so great. I mean, everyone can't have it like that, though. I mean, I wish they can. But my father taught me that. My dad. Right. My dad. Um, it was always about his children. He never let having different baby mothers, you know, interfere with him having us together. Because I'm my only child by my mother. 
but I have siblings on my father's side, and that was never interference. And my dad always believed in taking care of all his children. So that was, I always said that, you know, I would never be a drummified baby mom because I never wanted to be that. I wanted my children to have the full effect and experience that I had with my dad. Nobody, my dad didn't let nothing interfere from him being a wonderful father to me. Well said. Anything, Roper? That's good. That's good. Um, I mean, that's a model person right there. I totally agree. That's a real woman. That's a real woman. I mean, even though, you know what I'm saying? Now, I can see if the dude ain't trying to do that for their kids. Right. Then, yeah, go after them. Go after them. Go after them hard. But for the woman. Can I, I interject for right there? Yeah. I mean, I, can I interject? I didn't choose to do that because I felt that if you chose to do to not take care of your child like you should responsibly do, I ain't got time to give child support that extra $100 to try to make you do something you know you need to do. I need to put that money towards my child. That's what I didn't choose <laughs> to do that route. Well said. Back well. and forth, you know, taking back and forth to court. Right. By the time you fight that, they go to jail. Because I work in law enforcement. They give you a little chunk. Okay. You sit here dwelling on trying to get that money. Go out there and make your money and take care of your own child because waiting on that little 500 every six, seven months and they go to jail, really no father can make no money even in suspending their license. They can't make no exactly. money. You know, and keeping them incarcerated, they can't get no money. So where it's no win, really. It's just miserable, misery just being passed out. And I just didn't want my life to consume and nobody else misery. Amen, sister. Amen. Well said. All right. Well, I sure appreciate y'all being on the little short version of my soapbox. And Martika, Roper, y'all have a blessed night. You too. Thank you. Bye bye. That was great. As far as the child support thing, Martika was a, as a grown woman. Uh, it's great for Roper to hear that side of it. There is some women out there that are real women. They're not trying to hurt this man. They're not trying to live off this man's income themselves. There's a lot of trifling women out there, but there's also some good ones out there also. You just heard one. Well, that's Chinwagon with Ruck Soapbox. And that concludes it. So you know, my final thought is this. Housing market, renting, ridiculous. Insurance, car insurance, housing insurance. Well, maybe not house, but... Vehicle insurance, ridiculous. Child support when it's not needed, ridiculous. Come on, people. Now, that third one, we can control ourselves. Maybe the first two is out of our hands, but that third one, be a woman about it. Give that man a chance. See what that man going to do before you go out there running and want to take out child support. Because like she said, like Martika said, it's a revolving door. Y'all love to complain about our black men being locked up. Hey, yo. You, you some of the problem why they being locked up. How can they pay when they locked up or they license suspended? Get them a, give them a chance. Now, if he's a deadbeat dad, run him through the ringer. I totally agree with everything. Get him. Get him hard. Because a man should want to take care of his child. Should want to. Should not be made to. At all. Oh, I'm going back on the soapbox. My bad. But my final words is this. Like I said, the first two is out of our hand. The third one is in our control. And some things in life are just complicated. As adults, we have complications. But we need to try to solve this. 
Now it could be the voting, like like Wanda said. I I, I didn't think about that. I kept putting it on Corona because things changed. Corona changed the world, so I kept putting it on that. But it could be the government. I don't. I didn't think about that part. But either way, get out there and vote. Make a change. See what happens. With that said, from the mind to the lips to the heavens. Until next time, peace from the heart. I just want to pay my bills, rapping about the way I feel, oh yeah, I just want to make a couple mil, leave it to the fam in the will, oh yeah, I just want to sign a record deal, maybe buy a house up in the hills, oh yeah, might not be the best in my field, but I guarantee that I'ma die real when I grow up, yeah.